Good morning. Back in 1879, in a rural village in Western Ireland, a village called Knock, our Blessed Virgin appeared in an apparition alongside a small Catholic church. The, the apparition took place for about two hours in the pouring rain, and many people saw it. But there was something different about this one than the other ones that have appeared around the world. And that is Mary was not alone when she appeared. To her right was Saint Joseph. To her left was Saint John the Evangelist. On the gable part of the church, a cross appeared, and around the cross were angels. Below the cross, an altar appeared, and on the altar was a lamb, the Lamb of God. Nowhere in known mankind history has the Lamb of God appeared except there. It was a beautiful image. No words were spoken during that time. So it leaves us with a beautiful picture to touch our faith in a way that is unique to us. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold, him, those, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Those are the words we hear from John the Baptist. They're also the familiar words that we hear at Mass when the priest elevates the body and blood of Christ. And he says those words, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the Supper of the Lamb. Now, back in the time when John spoke those words, they had significant meaning to the people at that time. We have to remember that John the Baptist was the son of a priest, Zechariah. So John was very familiar with the temple and what took place there. And he knew that twice a day, in the morning and in the evening, they sacrificed a lamb for the sins of the people. So when John said to the people around him, behold the Lamb of God, they knew that that man coming to them was to be sacrificed for their sins. Now John is what we would call today a character. He was different. He dressed differently. He lived in the desert. He ate locusts and wild honey. And he had a different message that they weren't used to hearing. But yet, people flocked to him to be baptized, to hear this message, to follow him. I often wonder if he wasn't different from everybody else, would they have still flocked to him? I don't know. But John the Baptist had one mission here on this earth, and that was to point people towards Jesus Christ. And he did it very well. But you know what? We're all called to be John the Baptist. Maybe not eat locusts, but we're called to be John the Baptist. We're called to point people towards Jesus Christ, to show Jesus Christ to others in different ways, big ways and small ways. Now, I think John the Baptist, I would call him a reluctant servant because if you think about it, all that surrounded him was probably very difficult to do in that environment because he was different, he had a different message. I'm sure he was mocked, he was ridiculed, he was put down. 
And I'm sure at times he didn't want to do what he had to do. I'm sure at times he said, I just, I can't do this anymore. But he did it. He stepped out of his comfort zone and did it. And that's what we're called to do. Because it's not always easy spreading the faith, telling people about Jesus Christ. But we can do it in small ways. Let me give you one example. I was in a, uh, a restaurant for lunch one day, and I don't go to this restaurant that often. And I was eating my lunch, and a young couple came in. It sat a couple of tables over, and they had a two-year-old boy. And you know how I knew he was two years old? Because I've raised a two-year-old boy. <laughs> and he was doing whatever two-year-old boys do. He was being rebellious, a little antsy, things like that. And I observed this family, how they handled that two-year-old boy. And I was so impressed. They handled him with love and compassion and caring and discipline. And they had incredible parenting skills. Well, I finished my lunch and I went over to fill my cup before I left. And all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit spoke to me in my head. And he said, the Holy Spirit said, go over there and tell them what you observed. And I said, I don't want to do that. They're going to laugh at me. They're going to tell me to get lost, mind my own business. I don't want to do that. Well, after I filled my cup, I turned, walked over to their table. Don't argue with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and I said, excuse me, I don't want to interrupt your lunch, but I just wanted to let you know that I've been watching you, and you have incredible parenting skills, and you're doing a great job. Well, immediately, the mom began to tear up. And she said, you don't know how badly we needed to hear that right now. And I said, I understand, I raised kids. I said, I'll pray for you all. And the father stood up and shook my hand and said, thank you for the prayers. And I turned around and walked out. I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to do that. But obviously, it had to be done. It's the little things, the little promptings of the Holy Spirit, the little pushes that the Holy Spirit gives us, as he did, I'm sure, John. It's those little pushings, it's those little opportunities that open up, opens up a door for Jesus Christ to walk through. Amen.